We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we record this podcast today. We would also like to pay our respect to Elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to Best Duties, an LGBTQIA podcast celebrating the most amazing people in our community and the incredible things that they are doing. Hello, my name is Justin Hill. I am a TV presenter and red carpet reporter. And the terribly average thing that I did today, Sam, was I had dip and bickies for lunch. It doesn't sound too bad, though. That like, was yummy. I'm kind of into it. Yeah, it wasn't like a kale salad or anything like that. It was literally like an avocado dip and some bickies. I had peanut butter toast for lunch. Yeah, see? Horribly yeah, average. Right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sam Devonport, an events manager by day and a drag queen by night. And my horribly average thing has been happening this whole week. What? I have been binge-watching Love Island UK. Oh, <laughs> how offensive to my ears. Although everyone it's is obsessed so with that TV good. show. Oh, my God. Can you just it's tell incredible. me in like as, as little words as possible why it's so good um okay we'll start off really hot men Mm -hmm. really bitchy girls Mm -hmm. in spain Mm -hmm. in a house Mm -hmm. it's like big brother but with love yeah love and love really loosely yeah love love (laughs) total i have a feeling we're not in kansas anymore Ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to welcome to our podcast today. We have Mr. Joe Lennox and Ben Le Moussoir. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so posh. What a posh laugh. Did I get name. it right? Oh, you got pretty close. Oh, okay. I'm sure it sounds a lot fancier in France, but not in Australia. So. How does it go again? <laughs> Le Measurer. Oh. But I'm sure we can say Le Mesturier. I'm pretty That's sure fine. you told me once it was Le Moussoir. Yeah, we can do that too. Yeah, okay, That's fine. Cool. Le Moussoir. How do, how do Australians <laughs> say it? La Mejura. La Mejura, yeah. La Mejura. You throw, you throw a VB tinny on the end of it and off you go. <laughs> now, boys, uh, you, we wanted to have you in here today because this podcast is called Best Duties and you are real life Best Duties. Uh, we oh, are. my God. We really we are. are. You have, oh, yeah. my God, that was <laughs> in sync. We're in sync. I feel like we're getting a lot <laughs> of Thank you, Mary-Kate Nashley. Um, now, I'm Mary-Kate. You actually have a really great uh, story about how you met and do you want to tell us, do you want to talk us through that? Yeah, for sure. You certainly can. You go first, girl. Well, so we're both from the country. We're both from very small towns um, near Armadale. So Joe's from Armadale. I'm from Urala, which is about 10 minutes from there, a bit smaller. Um, and it doesn't mean anything. It's all right. Don't yeah, say no, it like I know. that. <laughs> it's a bit smaller. Yeah. <laughs> and so is the town. <laughs> That's the only thing. Anyway. So, <laughs> so anyway, so we grew up, we always knew of each other. Yeah. Um, but we never really, were, we weren't friends or anything. I no, think it absolutely was, not. We kind of both had different upbringings. Um, so I always had the whole thing was like, oh my God, another gay person. Yeah. I can't be friends with them. Everyone will know that I'm gay then. Oh, I can't be doing that. It was, it was Here's me like gallivanting around with a yeah. guy liner and a because, JJ's yeah, jeans. You were like very, very different, Completely right? Different. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's had his, he had his JJ's jeans on. I had his straight leg jeans from Jeans West. And wow. that was just... Oh, the height of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it was and quite so a time. you, how did you become friends? Like, how did you first meet? It was kind of, I think it was obviously growing up and then realizing that you're okay with who you are. Um, I would just, I just reached out to him one day. We're at the yeah. pub, I think. Yeah, he came Armadale up to me somewhere. And, um, at the Whitepool Hotel. The Whitepool Hotel. To you, girl. <laughs> um, and he's like, do you want to come to the races tomorrow? And I was like. Because the Armadale sure. Cup was a big deal. Oh, it's a lit time. <laughs> it, is, it, silly. Is it is the day day to go <laughs> like out, let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> babe, we're from the country. There ain't much else to do. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> what else going to do, bloody spin some yarn? <laughs> I don't know what you do out there. By all means. Sydney gay is coming out. Yeah. Oh, hello, oh, Sydney, oh, Miss North I Sydney. represent something very different to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we know. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got shady quickly, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, so my yeah, my mum dropped me off at Ben's house the next morning. Mm-hmm. We had a literal amazing um first day. We have a yeah, literally was... got, there's a photo of us on Facebook and I called it quality. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, true. We were wearing bow ties as we're well. Bow ties. Oh, okay. What were you wearing? Like, clearly, I had a st- I handmade my own bow tie. Fabulous. Yeah. We had studded bow ties. So you had a you had a Lego tie. Oh, the Lego tie. I had, I a, had Lego a studded tie. Lego. Oh, bow tie. So I mean, oh, no. Armadale, crafty knew? queen, you know? crafty queen. Who knew? <laughs> With the guy liner and the bloody blonde hair. <laughs> Um, we were. But yeah, and that was kind of like, that was the full on get go of our friendship. Mm. And it's um, kind of, yeah, it's led us to here now. And you literally like hopped in a car and came to Sydney, but not together. Not together. There was a bit of, so Joe, you left first. Yeah. So I, um, I left Sydney, uh, I left Armadale first. Um, all my friends moved here and I was like, you know what? It's time. So I gave mm-hmm. myself six months, saved up for six months. And I was like, I'm moving to Sydney. Yeah. Moved to Sydney, hit the big smoke. And then, um. We left poor little Ben behind. Oh, hey, yeah. Aww. And then quiet um, little real estate agent Ben back Aww. in the country. Not not Ben Lemessoire. <laughs> ben Lemessoire. <laughs> and then um, Ben came and visited uh, four weeks after I moved. And well, that was oh, sorry, after that weeks. was after I had a midlife crisis. He had a midlife crisis. Quit my job and thought, what am I going to do in my life? <laughs> <laughs> and he came up and visited, and like we had the best. I think it would have been three or four days. Yeah. And um, we I remember we were sitting at where Coco Cabana used to be on yes. the on Taylor Square. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, he was just like. I'm going to move to Sydney. And then literally the week after he moved to Sydney. Mm, I wow. did. Just picked up and left. And I was just like, with, on a whim, just being like, I'm just going to give this a crack. And I saw on Facebook, you've been here for like eight years. Yeah. Seven, seven, like, seven, seven years. Oh yeah. Seven years. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. so creepy, Sam. That you- <laughs> <laughs> How old were you then, girl? Yeah. <laughs> 13. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> this is what She's I mean. just starting year seven. <laughs> this is what this podcast is about. It's about me feeling old and Sam talking about how young he is. <laughs> uh, now, when you got to Sydney, um, talk me through your life back then. Because we were talking, mm. you know, um, out of the studio before about how all of our lives were quite different when you when you first start and moved to Sydney. You do kind of get lured into the scene, don't you? And that was something that you guys lived in for quite a while. Absolutely. Um, we definitely did. Yeah. So with um, we got here. Ben managed to land himself a marketing job at um, the Star Observer. I did. And talk, um, so you talk. were right in the scene there. I was yeah. literally, you couldn't get further into the scene than what I did. Like, <laughs> just dove straight in. Straight in. First. We got invited to things like Ark Birthdays and the opening of Dick Steiner. And yeah. so we kind of got to be really um, submersed in the gay culture that mm. we didn't really have in Armadale. So. Mm. And that was obviously fun at the time. It was so much fun. It was oh, obviously yeah. like, you know, being a new, like a new, like a early gay man back then, it was just like, you know, being fresh out of the gay womb, I yeah. guess you could say. It's yeah. like diving straight in and just like this is experience. And back then obviously coming from the country, that's just in your head like this is this is what you do. Like yeah. this is just the only this is what you do. Maybe in Sydney you just become a raging homosexual. <laughs> and I guess that's just what that's just you know you just dive straight in and, and it that's was how we all met. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get over it and yeah. then you're like, oh God, I just want to be at home in bed. Well literally you just want to yeah. go and have a good sit, you know what yeah. I mean? But, so. <laughs> well that's the thing. So we were in the scene for quite a while. Not quite a while, but we were in there and we kind of um 
gravitate like gravitated, and you meet people who you kind of uh, really find who's your family here. Because like yeah. obviously we don't have family here, so you make your own, don't you? Absolutely. So I had um, there was me, Ben, my friend Tom, and my friend Steve, and mm-hmm. we kind of literally just so the made... most generic name <laughs> friends you could literally <laughs> ever get. Joe, Ben, Tom, and Steve. Welcome to a country yeah. in New South Wales. Keeping it simple. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Not too many syllables, thank goodness. Um, no, so we kind of formed our own family, which was really amazing because we had amazing times. Mm, um, yeah. Unfortunately, both Tom and Steve have left Sydney, so Boo. just us girls. But Love now Rangers them. Here. we do have a new family. We've ex- so. got an extended family now. So. You extended, <laughs> yeah. Bye, girls. <laughs> no, <laughs> loving girls, loving girls, <laughs> deuces. Now, one of the things we talk about in this podcast is the horribly average uh, lives that we lead. Mm-hmm. Now. I wouldn't say that you guys have horribly average lives because you do actually have a little side hustle gig oh, uh, in the same vein as what Mr. Sam Devonport does. We Tell do, us about what do. you do in Le, on Le Stage. Well, um, occasionally here and there when the when the time's right, um, <laughs> we are the liquor, liquor sisters. sisters. And that's so we are liquor, a dr- not. Liquor. Liquor. Yeah. So if you could see my hand movements, you would know, but I'm going to leave that to the imagination. Um, So we are a drag duo. Yes. Yes. So I am, we are, I am known as Jackie Daniels. So classy. And I'm Amber Rosé. Yeah. Which both happen to be our favourite uh, drinks of choice. Oh, really? So it works out really well. Yeah. Oh, no, trust me. On a night out, you know it's their favourite oh, drinks yeah. of choice. Oh, yeah. Rosé with ice and soda, please. <laughs> Sam, Jack, Dad, you, I Jack. feel like you've got stories up your sleeve that you can tell us about these <laughs> Um It depends on the rating of what we're actually giving this podcast. That's <laughs> what I can tell. Um, well, look, it, it, so, we have been told it's not uh, It's got, not got anything great about it. It's not got anything bad about it. So you just go right. ahead. That's true. Yes, <laughs> I did read that. It just the painfully average yeah. stuff, doesn't it? Um, no, we. Uh, I'm really good friends with Joe's housemate, Bo, mm-hmm. who's one of my drag sisters. And the four of us have kind of just come together as this, like, big drag sister group family. Mm. Called, the Scissor Sisters. We've got ourselves the Scissor right. Sisters. Of course. <laughs> Were you there that night that Sam was at Ark and someone had to hold his hair back while he was vomiting in the toilet? I've never vomited at Ark. <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, put it on record. At Ark. Yes, at Ark. Stone well, I'm not borrowing that wig again, am I? <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. So what is it like? I mean, I'm kind of like the odd one out here. I don't do drag outside of my work. So what For is sure. it? The, what are the same struggles that you guys have, you know, coming and, and being, you know, someone that performs for a living outside of having what we call a grown-up job as well. Completely. I think it's, I guess if you had told me seven years ago that I'd be a drag queen living in Sydney, I would have said you were absolutely off your head. <laughs> uh, what um, do you mean? You're only 6'3", yeah. got a beard. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Literally, 6'3", <laughs> out of drag. I'm seven foot bloody ridiculous in drag with a beard. She's a big um, gal. She's a big gal. But I think, it, honestly, it's just, it allows yourself to open up another part of your personality that like, maybe you weren't aware of beforehand. Yeah. But I think it just, yeah, it just makes you feel like, free and euphoric and I love it. It's just yeah. another creative outlet that I think is available to us is like Yeah. And it's super um, lucky because um as a I guess we're working, we're doing your full time job, nine to five. Oh I'm nine to five, she's not. She's but um <laughs> it's kind of like something, yeah. Going I think like I started doing drag um for an ex's birthday uh three years ago. And um I just got the bug and I was like, I love doing make, like I love, I've always been creative. So it's been, it was such a great kind of, I'm like, you know what, mm-hmm. this is something I want to do to kind of get my juices out because yeah. I'm just doing a normal work job. I'm um, just like, like living your life, but I don't, I didn't have that kind of outlet. So starting drag um, really kind of was like, oh my God, this is like. 
What's your favorite part of it? Because there are so many elements to drag. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think mine is makeup, definitely. Yeah. Like getting mm. and just being creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's always it's all about practice. Like practice will never make perfect, but mm. it could. Yeah, hundred percent. Every yeah. time I yeah. do a face, it's always different. So it's <laughs> always like oh, completely. Tell me about yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're pretty consistent. You're and you're like your beat is good. Ooh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel better now? <laughs> it's a lot of tri- it's a lot of trial and error though. Like absolutely, there's a mental breakdown every time. Yeah, yeah. I get. I literally get severe anxiety every time because I'm like especially like we did gigs for Mardi Gras and like before it I'd always get severe anxiety because I'm like I want to put out for the best that I can do and it was very kind of like nerve-wracking because you're like it's such an ex- like such an amazing experience when you're doing it, but like getting into it, you're like you're so deep in your head. You're like, yeah. I need to look good, or I need to do this, or what am I going to do? Or what am I going to wear? And, and then like, you throw in the fact that like someone's hiring you to do it. As yeah, well. yeah, absolutely, yeah. So it's a whole another level. Of yeah, and getting paid to do something that we absolutely love is a bloody blessing. Can we yeah. please talk about Mardi Gras this year? Because you did allude to a funny story <laughs> uh, earlier about. Oh, what a time. Uh, look, start with telling us about what float you were on and and the special meaning behind the float. Okay. So yeah. Joe and I had never done the parade before. We'd always mm. been to a few Mardi Gras, obviously, here and there. Can I say, before you continue, I always say to people, as someone who has done the parade and not done the parade, mm-hmm. how different is the parade experience? Oh, oh, yeah. It is. Like, I feel like it's an emotional yeah. It's euphoric. It roller is coaster. phenomenal. Yeah. I've never done it yet. Really? I haven't, I haven't been to the parade yet. Okay. And here we are being next old again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've only done it four times. Yeah. <laughs> um, next year has next to be your year. year yeah. Because yeah. I have... We'll get the sisters if, into if, we any, if we have any corporate sponsors listening. Yeah. Hi, guys. We'll do a podcast of best duties at the Mardi Gras on a float. It'll sound horrendous. Yeah, it'll be horrible. But it'll just be like normal. <laughs> so it's so different though doing Mardi Gras because you, you I really feel like your heart literally comes out of your chest and is on your sleeve to have pe- to look around and see people screaming we love you and we're here to support you it completely. really makes you feel like concreted in our community yeah. but then when you go and watch you're like you know have passion pop and you yeah. know yeah I'll get you <laughs> on the side and you're having a great time yeah um, but sorry do continue um yeah. so I guess yeah for the first time that we did we had been in the parade we wanted yeah. to we'd always wanted to do the parade but we didn't really find where we kind of fit in the parade um so we were very we were lucky enough to um um go with heaps gay this year who were doing kind of a regional push um to get people from the country and regional areas to come and be in the parade so mm-hmm. as the regional people ourselves we thought this is a float that we can Perfect. get amongst it was called heaps gay full bush yes so <laughs> if that didn't allude to what it was going to be all that. about i don't know <laughs> so, good. so we decided to take um jackie and amber um yes. on the float yep. and it was a bloody good time honestly it was the whole float was decked. Heapscape did such a good job. The yep. whole float was decked out. Um, full bush full, It was a full yeah. hoedown, I'm telling you. It was a full <laughs> hoedown. And there nearly was a hoedown. There nearly was a hoedown. So, Joe can tell this story. Oh, my goodness. I'll cry. Uh, so, we were, uh, we're waiting to go. Like, we could see all the floats going up the side. And we're like, oh, yeah, we must be obviously at the end of this line. And then the outline will start. And like, so we're just chatting, having a good old Kiki. And, we're um, on the float. My, me and my, we're on the float. Joe was standing at the back. Truck. I was on, on a truck. On a truck. Yeah, on a truck. With no rails or anything. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting on a sheep, like a like a actual like a what statue of a sheep, I guess. Statue. <laughs> it was yeah. I was sitting on a sheep. It was great for me because my feet felt great after that. I'll tell you right now. I've been walking around heels all day. Mine yeah. did not. Let me tell you that. Joe's sitting on the corner. Yeah. So that's going and we're like we're just waiting and like I was just assuming we would have been alerted or something. <laughs> Next minute, uh, here I am. 
grabbing on for dear life, <laughs> swung off the side of the float, <laughs> whacked into the side. Like I could have literally so died. The truck which was, like jerked forward. It jerked forward. Like as we're getting ready do. to um yeah move. And like it was literally like I was like my Mardi Gras life just flashed before my eyes. <laughs> he lost all of his buddy acrylic. My nails <laughs> snapped off. My nails snapped off. Oh look, it was a bloody time. And I then, being oh. the best duty that I am, I was a good help because I was in tears, crying, laughing. <laughs> it, I, sitting on your shit. Sitting on your shit. Sitting on a ship. Sitting on a ship. Oh god! <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like I literally with the rest, like I think we entered into the parade, and like that's when I was like, <gasps> yeah, it was such a euphoric it was experience. It was and incredible. then also I was like, holding up a dear life <laughs> because I was like, acrylics. <laughs> we're breaking acrylics, looking like a bloody goddamn mess, lip syncing to Dolly Parton. So yeah. it was yeah. it was a time. So, it's a high risk job. Can definitely say the first Mardi Gras parade we ever did was bloody memorable. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it has to that. be though. And it I was think like incredible. I feel like that's why we kind of get along, and it's why this podcast works is because we don't mind taking the piss out of ourselves. Completely. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. 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 Fine with doing like you that. see her on a weekend. Do- uh, don't. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry, do continue. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> when you see it's Dominique It's a sister secret. That's the best Judy Thun cut. We'll just do a quick little... So there was a morning that I fell asleep at Joe's house yeah. on the couch. <laughs> In my full face. Nice. <laughs> and woke up at like 10 o'clock the next morning, still in full face. <laughs> you know what? Her brow block was bloody fantastic because it was still stuck down. I could for it. longevity. Yeah. Not, <laughs> Not for the back row. For Not for <laughs> Now, tell me about, um, I guess, given that you've gone through that journey now, mm. you have, like myself, had some time where you've been peak gay, like w- coming from the country myself, like coming from Tassie, I was like, I feel like this is what I need, I need to do to be a Sydney gay guy. And mm-hmm. you kind of live that life and then you kind of find your ground and you find your family and you find your feet. And we were talking before about how one of your favourite pastimes, Ben, is just to have a nice seat. Oh, what a dream. Just love mm-hmm. Absolute dream. Ben will literally oh. text me and you were like, want to come have a sit? And <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Sit, Netflix, great. Oh, what a dream. <laughs> we, actually ah. play, we actually play Um, RuPaul Roulette. We do. If we're being really lazy and we don't have a go. sit, what we do is we get a random number generator app on your phone. Yeah. And what you do is you put in 1 to 12 or whatever many seasons there are now, and then that will tell you the season you listen to, then you do it again, and that will tell you the episode, episode you watch. watch. Wow. I'm telling you, it's great fun. You can get lost for a good old day. You, you can. can get lost in like a RuPaul vortex. Literally. Literally. So you can do whatever you want. That is the best kind of sit that we do. Yeah, I like yeah. a good sit. Yeah. It's got it's a sister like sit. What is what is life like now that you're looking back on? I mean, like you said, seven years mm. ago, had you said you were, dr- oh were a drag queen, you'd be like, you're crazy. Literally. Yeah. Literally. So what is life like for you holding down full-time jobs, being, you know, advocates of our community, uh, leaders in our community, you know, like, and being drag queens? Like, how different is it from when you first moved to Sydney? I think completely it's just... Like, obviously, we've gone really far in our chosen, like, full-time careers and where we are now. So that being, obviously, a big focus for the the years that we've been here. But I think, obviously, taking the last few years and learning where we fit into Mm. the banner of the LGBTQI plus community. Like, Mm. it's about where you fit into that. And it's, like, being so happy with who we are now and where we fit and, like, how we can take that message to people that are going through the same things today is like yeah. the best thing for us. And I think obviously, yeah, I think hundred percent just from where we are seven years, years ago to where we are now, it's just being so much more happier. And that yeah. place you know? can be, that place content. where you fit can change as well. hundred percent. Like yeah. it can, it can move up and down the letters. It can move in what the social scenes you're in and what, you know, people you hang out with, who your family are. Yeah, It absolutely. doesn't, you don't have to like, 
pick where you want to go and stay there. Definitely. I think just be learning that that's an okay thing to, yeah. to do is yeah, just like, that's, that's the number one. Completely. Yeah. It's like, yeah. One thing I feel like we should talk about is big, and in particular, because you're big advocates of life outside of Oxford Street. And a lot mm. of people, I have this conversation come up with a lot, uh, with a lot of people because they're like, oh, Oxford Street's so different now. What are you, you know, where are you going? What are you guys doing? And and I feel like I don't know if there's enough of a highlight on the venues, say like you know, out at Erskineville and places like that, that yeah. have drag shows and Completely. have. I mean, probably this year Mardi Gras was one of the best because who was it? It was um, who was out there for a party? I Amanda Laporte. Amanda, Amanda Laporte. Oh, I was like, oh my yeah, god, amazing aerial. That's insane. So what, like when, when you think of like places to go out, when you're not in drag and you're not performing and you just want to have a night out, where do you pick and what do you do? And what are your places that you tell, you know, people who are maybe looking for, for venues to go to? Completely. Where you go? Oh, well for me, I think working (laughs) for me, working in hospitality myself, I think from where I've been working for the company that I've worked for, which I've been very lucky to, is being able to create safe spaces for queer people. Yeah. And I think the biggest highlight for me was, you know, working at King's Cross Hotel for a couple of years and throughout the Mardi Gras period, establishing it as for the whole festival as Queen's Cross Hotel yeah. and changing it to that has been kind of a highlight of my career and being able to create these sort of spaces and safe mm. spaces um, that, you know, you wouldn't see on Oxford Street. Um, it's about, And there's you know, a big stigma around King's Cross completely. too, like not being a safe yeah. space. Completely. And especially with, you know, lockouts and mm. it being, having the history that it does. I think bringing it back into the idea that like King's Cross is for everyone and like yeah. there are so many venues outside of Oxford Street that are for everyone yeah. and that are celebrated. And I think it's bringing that back into the limelight. So for me, yeah, 100% being at King's Cross and obviously it does Queen's Cross throughout Mardi Gras, but throughout the whole time there's so many queer events there. Mm-hmm. And there's the like, time. you go there on a Friday night and the whole balcony's packed with gays. So it's Completely. like, it's, like, it's a great yeah. venue there. It's, it's amazing. amazing. Yeah, it's oh amazing. And well, isn't like, that crazy? You think a couple of years ago, would we have said that about no, King's no, Cross Hotel? No way. Yeah, yeah especially, well, I mean, me getting transferred there for work, I had the stigma that I was just like, oh my God, I have to work in the cross. Like, yeah. they cannot handle the level yeah. of gay that this is. You know what I mean? So, I sexy. Yeah, completely. And then obviously celebrating that. Like, yeah, I was going to say, Ben um, luckily booked the Liquor Sisters for the last two she years. She did. She did. So well, she that was in, handy. I mean, she had some insider trading. Isn't that like, yeah, I was going to say, isn't that insider trading? Oh, you know. To be fair, I got transferred out as we got booked, so it wasn't really my fault. But it was really cool to kind of be there and we, um, I did Bucks parties and like the amount of random people coming through coming up to Mardi Gras as well was a really cool thing because I met so many people from all around the world. Like we met this amazing American dude and his like friend and like just the people who we met there just by being there and being Queens and kind of having a laugh, having some drinks and having a lot of fun. Do you think being country boys like plays a huge role in who you are as gay men now? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that's why for me, I think I gravitate towards more the inner West myself. I live out there now and I feel like the inner West kind of feels to me like, a very small town mm. because it's just such a big community, like it's such a tight knit community out yeah. there and it kind of has something for everyone. So I think for me, like in a West just draws that. But I think as a country gay man, I think from where we came from to where we are now, we just bring that kind of. Yeah. Our country. Yeah. We can, country, absolutely, we can just take the piss out of everything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it just <laughs> laugh about that. shit, you know? Because how else are you going to get around stuff if you don't like laughing Yeah. You know, yeah. absolutely. We literally can have a good old chin wag every day absolutely. about anything yeah. and everything. While having a sit. Yeah. We're having a scene. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it, and like, I guess if there were young kids out there, because like I was saying to you guys before when we weren't when recording, like the point of this podcast is not for the inner city gays. I mean, love you girls and love that you would listen to it and appreciate your support forever and ever. But the people that 
this is really for is for maybe, in my mind, a kid who lives in a country town who doesn't have a lot Where of Where you guys friends. were before. Yeah, like yeah, before you I came think to of Sydney. like a child version of, you know, like myself as a child or you boys as a child. And because the thing that I was missing from my youth was having gay conversation. Really? And, it, and when I did have it, it was so foreign to me and it took me a long time to really understand it and and it was almost like speaking a new language and there was and there have been so many things that I have had to learn the hard way growing up as a gay man and so I think that it's important in this day and age to have podcasts for kids that if they just sit and listen to us talk shit to each other totally. and they get something out of it and they see well Ben's 6'3 and he you know has a full-time job but yet he's a drag queen and that's all right you know um you know Justin works in the media and and he is also very comfortable who he is and talking about his boyfriend and that's all right like it's I think the point of it is to make it, it's perfectly okay to be totally you know, part mm. of our community. Yeah. And I think that if someone from like a small town, like growing up for me from the country, like I didn't see anyone living the life that I'm living now or something living like the way that I am now, someone to relate to completely yeah. someone just so you can look and be like, Oh, okay. I relate to part yeah. of their story or some of their story and be like, I can, you know what? It's going to be doing bloody all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I'm going to yeah. get there. So it's like, may, may not be like now, but one day it's like, yeah, it's just, it's going to yeah, be fine. At the end of yeah. the tunnel. Is there anything that you say to like young gay kids who do move to Sydney, who maybe like, have there been any from your towns or, or any? That we actually have just had one. Well, I don't know how long she's been here for now. Miss Daphne. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, true. Of yeah, of course. So our friend um, Hamish, he's mm. um, I'm not sure how long he's been in Sydney for now, but he's actually from Armadale, which is incredible. Get out. And he literally um, last weekend hosted a drag thing in Armadale at the Nerum. Really? That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So wow. I think that was amazing. Like he sent us a message. He's like, girls, I'm in full drag in a ute. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, we're like, if I need me, up, I'm yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, so. the same. <laughs> it's like, where's the shape? Get me on the back. <laughs> so Put the really, acrylics on nice and hard, yeah, all right? Lots of extra down. glue. But it was really nice to see that he, like, because he's an amazing performer and he's a dancer and, like, yeah. for him to bring back that for that is really cool. And I think he comes from a generation that was before us, so it's like he's yeah. so much younger than us. He was us. like, I remember I was in year, tw- uh, year 10 and he would have been in year 5 or year 6 wow. or maybe year 4. That's kind of and how for him being that age. relationship is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I remember him from that, but I never knew him until I he, I literally met him in my house Um. A yeah, few we, ago. yeah, that night that we were talking about where I had a big night out with all my oh, drag sisters, that was that, that was night. It was girls' night out, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. <laughs> yeah, so it was cool. Weekend. Yeah, so it was cool. great like, to And him. it's just crazy that like coming from where he's now and how young he is and it's like being so young, he feels the way that like, so like happy that he can do that. Where he is now, I'm like, like, you bitch. Like, you bitch. I did the bitumen. How dare you have good eyebrows <laughs> at 21? Do you know what I mean? You put the bitch in bitumen. Yeah. 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 Well, um, okay, finally, before we finish up, I, what is it? Is it important and why is it important for us to have conversations like this podcast, Best Duties, and, you know, uh, like you guys on social media and us just talking here today? I, I mean, like I said to you before we even started, we're just literally just getting this studio and just talk about whatever comes up, which is heaps of fun also mm. derails sometimes but that's quite well, okay that's a lot of dominic top over here yeah. <laughs> oh my god i feel like every you're getting time. picked on a little yeah. bit today this is what happens every, every time, time. We're like, how dare you bring my sister to the studio <laughs> <laughs> so tell me yeah talk to me about like the importance of having um dialogue and not just dialogue but real dialogue from 
horribly average gay people in Sydney? I think, um, well, I recently just did obviously seven years here in Sydney and I posted a photo of myself. Oh, um, yeah. A throwback Thursday. A throwback Thursday, but it was like of me every year. And I just had little tidbits of. Oh, I remember that. That, that was, was cute. Yeah, yeah that I was felt, really cool. And I actually had a lot of people reach out to me, which I was like, I didn't expect it. And even like I saw one of my friends from Newcastle yesterday and she was like, it was so cool to see how you've kind of evolved paved your way yep. through it and i was like yes i got a bit plumper <laughs> as the years get on yeah. but <laughs> i know like, your no it's got a little bit straighter and your lips got a little bit bigger <laughs> no, that's, that's just you justin but i think um yes that's because you're 14 years old and you don't need to not yet she's coming up um but i think um social media definitely is a cool way to kind of it's it's nice to look back and like or look and see people who you may not have um uh, be in contact with anymore mm. or it's just nice to have that people still feel comfortable in like reaching out to me and like it's amazing like I've struggled living here in Sydney too and it was just a really cool kind of way to yeah. have that dialogue and just chatting with my peers yeah totally yeah. Nice. completely Great. All right, good. boys. Well, look, it's been lovely having you in today. Uh, you are more than welcome to come in for a part two of the Liquor Sisters. Oh, oh don't twist it. my arm. No. What about, what about I'm it? hearing a spin-off. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks with the Liquor Sisters. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a spin-off podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Sam's like, absolutely uh, no, not. Yeah. No, not after how much I've been picked on. Sam's this like, is horrible. Too you many drag queens in the studio. Get out. No, <laughs> no I, I quite enjoy my position as everyone. She'll have a sick day and we'll come say good day. Now, boys, we do like to do something in this podcast where we celebrate our best duty. Uh, obviously, you are each other's best duty today. But we, uh, we like to, I guess, you know, shout out to people who are doing great things in our community, people that we uh, admire. Do you have a best duty that you would like to talk about today? We actually do. We discussed this earlier. Um, Thank you, me. Oh, my God. Oh, so yeah. Definitely not this yeah. one. Not, definitely <laughs> not done. She's leaving. Wow. She's leaving. I can see the door close. <laughs> yeah. um, I know it's probably like... Cliche. Sure, cliche, but we definitely want to, our mums, oh, our yeah. mums are definitely our best duties, like, yeah. especially from where we've come from and where we are now, and they've followed us all the way through, and I guess our whole families, but our mums, you know, we love our yeah. mums, and our mums are always going to be there for us, and yeah. I think, we're yeah. so happy. Yeah. They're definitely our best duties for today. Yeah. They're our biggest <laughs> supporters. They're, no Jackie, they're Jackie and Amber's biggest fans, yeah. so, you know, the daughters they never had. The daughters well, mine, they never anyway, had. Well, mine. <laughs> I've got a sister, but yeah. I look better than her then. Anyway, sorry, Stevie. <laughs> I was going to say the daughters they never wanted. Yeah. <laughs> True. Especially with the True. last names like Rose and Daniel. Yeah. yeah. Still plain as day. Too bad, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Sam? You um, yeah, I do actually. The uh, Emmy nominations came out and the LGBTQIA community has just cleaned up mm-hmm. on the nominations. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you have totally Gatsby, stolen my best duty this week. <laughs> Sucked in. That is exactly oh, who I was going to Let me continue my list. So we yes. had Hannah Gatsby, um, Australian as well, so yes. Australian mm-hmm. getting in Fabulous. Billy Porter, Laverne Cox, Ellen DeGeneres, The Queer Eye cast, uh, Shits Creek was nominated as yeah. well. And I just think it's great that we're getting the exposure that we deserve. I wanted to highlight Hannah Gatsby because I mm. think – that and and agree with me with snaps if you think that she should host the Oscars. I think absolutely. Like yeah, she, that's a new thing for sure. She <laughs> would kill it as like yeah. we are funny us oh. Australians. Mm. Look, I mean, have you listened to us as podcast? Oh, okay. <laughs> this has just been 28 minutes of shit talking, but it was at least funny at some points. Uh, agreed. And uh, if you do have a best duty that you want us to shout out to, drop us a DM, slot into our DMs, and we'll be more than happy to celebrate your best duty. Will you help me? Can you help me? You don't need to be helped any longer. You've always had the power to go back to Kansas. I have. Then why didn't you tell her before? 
because she wouldn't have believed me. She had to learn it for herself. Finally, before we finish up, obviously everyone loves an affirmation, or as we like to call them, aff. Affirmations. Mm-hmm. Guys, today's affirmation, something I just a little found, found online that would be really cute, kind of touches on the stories that we're talking about today. Um, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Oh, see? Mm, Isn't that true, nice? And that true. is what we were talking about That's today. fabulous. Absolutely. You have to start somewhere, don't yeah. you? Like we were thinking, you have to start a podcast. And here we are. And here we are. It's bloody great. The Liquor Sisters have been here. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's blowing up. We've gone from zero to 100 with you guys. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. Number six. We're <laughs> on episode number, insert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> episode number one, two, Yeah, two, we're <laughs> really excited for episode number. <laughs> uh, boys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank it you so much for having us. It has been fantastic. If we can see you uh, out and about, where are you mostly? Like just slinging it up and down Oxford Street. Just slinging it right now. Where We do a lot of like corporate gigs and on the side. You can follow us at Liquor Sisters on Instagram. Yes. Um, and yeah, and then just... Watch the space. Yeah. yeah. Give them a follow sliding to their DMs. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with how this podcast ends, but you are more than welcome to join in if you would like to. Are you ready, Sam? I'm ready. Ready? <clears throat> There's, There's no place like homo. There's no place like homo. There's no place like homo. Oh, God, who's going deep then? Hi, it's <laughs> <laughs> She's from the country, girl. <laughs>